some guys might decide that it's a little too tough, or it's a little too hard, it's a little too demanding. It's Division I football! It's the Big 12! It ain't either murals! You got two weeks after finals, you got a week of July 4th, and you got a week before camp starts. That's a month! That's probably more vacation than you guys get! And we're a little bummed out that we don't get three weeks? Go play intramurals, brother. Go play intramurals. Welcome to Sports Trebuchet. Oh, no. No, welcome to the Run Pod Option. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. I'm Jeff. Uh, follow us at Sports Trebuchet. This may be kind of confusing uh, on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Uh, we have me, Marty, Kyle in here, the normal sports trebucheters, and then uh, we got Jeff back into the studio because we're having a second show here. It's called the Run Pot Option. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, you may have heard it known as the Power Y before. Not a bad name, but Run Pot Option. Better name. Better name. It slaps, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> but I'm saying that because I came up with it, frankly, and I'm a narcissist. And it slaps in three different ways. It's, it really does. It works in so many aspects. And no one does the Maryland Eye anymore, so this makes this more relevant. All right, I'm um, Matt Canada. So today, God, is he in the job yet? I don't know. I hope so. I hope it's a high school too. <laughs> I hope it's a Canadian football. He's team. the he's 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 gonna go down as like a misunderstood genius, but all all, all he was is just like he really loved motion. He <laughs> yeah. Really dug it. Really loved motion. Um, so today's gonna be a all college football episode. Uh, we may have some new listeners that. I may have pimped this podcast out to when, um, when podcast ain't played nobody. Kind of half folded. Uh, God rest, Bill Connolly. Uh, see you at the crossroads, Bill. Uh, we're going to talk about the preseason top twenty-five for Phil Steele. We're going to do a game of over under. Uh, then we're going to go off um, maybe some playoff predictions, but we're also going to touch on uh, a column that uh, Kyle read up on. That he's going to kind of quiz us and kind of inform us on what ESPN had to say about something. So let's let's get started. I'm going to go ahead and for everyone that's not um, in this room, which is everybody else listening, uh, I'm going to pull up the top 25 that Phil Steele uh, for preseason. And we'll just kind of get started. For what it's worth, what? Last year's. This is last year's? Yeah. You gave me this link. Yeah. <laughs> Professional. Do you think if I just changed, I didn't have to, so, 2019, Phil Steele, college football, preseason. Good catch, because we would have sounded like dummies, wouldn't we? No, uh, we're we sound right now. True. That's true. This isn't going to show it, is it? This is to buy this stupid thing. It was one of the links. Cool, cool, cool. Phil Steele products. Okay, so these are best teams? So, yeah, that's okay. Right. All right. So we'll... <laughs> we'll start from the bottom. Uh, go ahead and we'll stop whenever you disagree with someone, maybe being in the top 25 or their position, either way. All right? Stop. 25, Virginia Tech. Stop. Stop. Okay. Um, do they go to a bowl this year? 
Because I'm not sure they do. I'm not totally sure. Didn't they finish six and seven last year? I don't, Am I imagining that? I think they were dreadful. They, they probably finished somehow finished six, ten and, and ten because they were so <laughs> mediocre. Um, ten and ten. They played extra games. Well, so the weird thing about Virginia Tech was that they lost. They've underperformed, right? And then they lost almost all their defense to either people getting kicked off the team and or injury. Mm-hmm. And they've also had since then. More transfers leave. Uh, and UVA turns out to be a kind of decent team, um, which is a weird result. Yeah. I'd they were 6-7. and seven. That was a good call. Um, I don't trust Brian Fuente. I don't know if Brian works for Justin Fuente. Maybe it's like a younger brother. Uh, I don't trust Brian Fuente. I don't trust either. Is Brian Fuente an extra in the Night of the Roxbury? <laughs> Why am I thinking Brian Fuente? I don't know. It's weird. But it's not that weird. It's Fuente, right? How many times is it going to be a Fuente? Um, we all know talent-wise, this is not a far-fetch, right? No. It's a former I think Fuente, I think Fuente is Fuente's. a good coach. I just don't think that program... They're having what's happened to Texas after Mac Brown happened to them, where they're having to completely restart from a recruiting standpoint, I think, and a schematic standpoint. Yeah, but I felt didn't they have a really good first or second year under him? Like they had Justin say like, Fields. Who was the their, no Justin Fields is the Georgia quarterback? Not was it? They had to play tight end. Oh, Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas was there yeah. for his first year. Well, I always year. want to say Landry Jones because they both start with an L. Yeah, it's, just, it's all very confusing. There's so many players, y'all. So many players. I've been watching this for too long. Um, I'd be happy to see him at 25, but I don't know how they were 6-7 and seven last year in a really, really bad ACC. Right. I don't see how they're rated higher than UVA. As right. much as... If you ask Bronco Mendenhall, they only had like... Four ACC players on their roster last year. He said, yeah. So if they have ten now, you'd think for sure they're going to be a top twenty-five. The ACC media has the, has UVA winning the, that side of the division, the Coastal. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're like top ten on some list. What the Fringe. fuck? Yeah. No, like top yeah, fifteen. Man. Top. 10. I mean, not no way that's not happening, but there's no way that there's no way that there's definitely why people have done that <laughs> and said that. There's no way that's happening, yeah. right? I don't know. The Coastal Division is fucked, man. Yeah, because who else is... Virginia Tech. Pitt. Yeah, Pitt, Pitt. won it last year at what? Miami. We'll see whatever the fuck they're going to do. Yeah, but if Miami's... Is Wait, Miami even on this list? Miami's yeah. not even on the top 25. They are. They are. They are? Am I missing it? 15. Can we put the closest blinds? The glare in here is outrageous, <laughs> y'all. This is, this is why I close the blinds. Josh, on our other episodes, refuses to let me do this shit. And it's just... He's English. They don't get much sun. They don't have windows where he's from. All right, Virginia Tech at 25, uh, misfire. I don't think they go that high. Do you all agree? Agreed. No. Okay. Ideally, it'd be nice, though, because i like to see Virginia Tech be good. The yeah. same way i like sure. to see Miami be good. I ha- No. I, I, I like I, to see I, Miami good. Okay. College football is usually better when Miami, Miami is good. Is good you Agreed. Know? But, but see, it's so weird because, like, I agree. But I don't know if it's because back then college football was so fun and innocent to me at that time. And Miami's living on the swagger of a generation beforehand. Mm-hmm. They're fun to hate, and anytime yeah, they're can, good baddies. They're great heels. Anytime that you can have a uh, possible revisit of the seventh, the seventh floor boys, 
I mean, yeah, and and you know, it's kind of funny too because the contrast between Mark Richt as a person versus Miami as a program is almost like complete opposites. Because mm-hmm. Jimmy Jones had some nuts in him, so like that's weird to say. He had a little bit of crazy in him, so it kind of played. But like Mark Richt's like this good Christian, good old boy, good old Christian yeah. man who was just like trying to wrangle Miami's uh, Manny Diaz turnover. Manny Diaz is, is Manny Diaz is embracing it. All right, so twenty-four Mississippi State, I think, is. Just right. Yep. Uh, I love I love Moorhead, so I think they'll be just fine. And they're in a horse. Yeah, I mean, and he took over the play calling again. Good, and he's got his quarterback from Penn State that just transferred into. Yep. Uh, Iowa twenty three. How? But they always find a way to be there. And like I, it probably goes. It probably plays to how poor as a strength in conference the Big Ten is. Don't you agree, Jeff? The West, yeah. Especially the, I mean, <laughs> the fact that they, they put, what, they had two tight ends go in the first round. They probably have eight more tight ends behind. And they have, behind they have a first three. round left tackle and a first round, another first round lineman. So it's, they just continue to crank out underrated guys who become good players and then I go eight and four. I think their line is supposed to be pretty solid again this year. And then Kirk Friends gets another contract extension. They're, uh, they're always, they're the, they are, I don't have a good example. Fuck that. Uh, moving on. 22 <laughs> is Stanford. No. I don't trust the Pac-12 in general. I, we'll, we'll cover that a little bit later, too. Okay. It's, it's, it's something on the over-under that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Stanford. No if, Bryce Love. If, if you watched any Stanford last year, yeah, Bryce and Bryce Love was horrible right. because they didn't have anything else, right? Yeah. But, like, all Stanford made plays on was deep, deep passes. To Whiteside. Yeah, to... to uh, uh, our Seagull Whiteside yep. and he's gone yep. Yep. and I don't know how unless they can redo what I was doing but it's funny too because those two types of offenses Iowa and Stanford that are so similar 22-23 is exactly where they belong mm-hmm. in this whole group and number 13 I got a problem with which we'll talk later because well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something right now I have an issue with that and no Syracuse up there no Syracuse on this list? No. Nope. Yeah, but we'll see how up you are on them on over and under. <laughs> okay. We'll see where All right, uh, 21, Iowa State. Uh, interesting because I think Feels Iowa State probably places third in the Big 12 this year. Yeah, I so. could see them doing that. They could be anywhere between there and, like, 10. Yeah, I, I think that that's a I – don't hate, I don't hate that pick at 21. I think that's a conservative pick for them. Yeah. I think, I think worst case – if I was an Iowa State fan, I'd hope we finish at 21 at the worst. Mm-hmm. With the potential you have with Brock Purdy and everybody else and Matt Campbell. I'd say at 21, you're probably watching Matt Campbell get another coaching job. Or close. Here's another stupid thing. I hear Brock Purdy, I want to say Bryce Petty. <laughs> well, his brother's got an even crazier name. Do you know what his brother's name is? Uh-huh. Um, it is... Uh, Jock Purdy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Brock Birdie. It's, it's weird. He has a different last name. It's uh, Chubba. Chubba Purdy. Chubba Purdy. C H U B B A. Chubba Purdy. Oh my God! What backwoods? Yeah, where are they from? That's honestly great. Um, there's no telling, but Chubba Purdy is better than John David Booty and Don't at Me because it's, it's such it's a not good. better than Jim Bob. Cooper. You know John David Booty's uh, cousin is playing Major Booty. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I totally forgot about Major he's a, Booty. He's a. I think he's a, either a freshman or he's a senior recruit right now. Is he on LSU? Major booty. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's even better. He's been getting that major booty. God. Oh, God. <laughs> just wait. It's just, oh. It's funny because like every one of their games is going to have to be 
TV fourteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, especially when they're. What if they play on the same team? It's just party booty. I don't know. Um, each other on the bench. TVMA. Uh, I was thinking. I'd like to see them place higher, just for the sake of parity in the Big Twelve. Uh, number twenty, Penn State. No chance in hell. I do have a problem there. I think they're too low. You think they'll be higher? Yeah. After leaving without uh, Trace. Yes. Tracy McSorley. They have recruited like gangbusters. They've actually recruited almost as, as well as Ohio State, and they're like really loaded, really athletic. But you're right, the quarterback thing and having James Potato Franklin as your coach. Yeah. Well, he said himself that they weren't an elite team last year, which is why they lost, right? right. But I still think they won good so reason to not lose. Yeah. To not win. Well, and they lost to, they lost to Ohio State, right? Wasn't yeah. it that, that after that game, maybe? Or but maybe they, Michigan? And they lost to, I think, Kentucky in their bowl game. So they kind of t- failed, really fell off. At the so end I think Penn State's the new um, Joe Flacco. And is are they an elite program this year? And you're saying yes? I, th- I don't think they're going to be elite, but I think they'll probably finish – Somewhere in the high, like low teens. Do you think they finish second or first in the East for the no. Big Ten? I think they finish third. Which is crazy how strong. Mm-hmm. Third overall or third in the side? They'll finish third in the East again. Yeah. Um, but they'll probably have, as a result, the third or probably, fourth best record yeah, in the Big Ten. They'll overall. probably finish 10 and 2 and lose to the top two. Teams. <laughs> yeah. um, you brought up an interesting team in Kentucky. What? Also not on here. Not surprising. I think they lost a lot as far as I, they almost felt like that damn team that, you know, like, like Kansas with, with Todd Reesing, you know, yeah. how, how they were, they were really good for a year. And last year they wrote well, Rutgers with Ray Rice. Yeah. yeah. And well, and they wrote that they rolled the snell train. They lost Josh, uh, Josh Allen yeah. uh, on defense. They lost a lot. What do you think their fall off is going to be? So, uh, that's the best team Mark Stoops has ever had, so no one's ever had to see him replenish the pantry necessarily right afterwards. Right. I'm sure they're going to be okay, but they're not going to be what they were last year. And it's not going to be their fault because they're going to be forced to be more balanced. Their defense is probably not going to be as good. Yeah. But even if they're 80% on either side, in the SEC, that's a third place in the East finish, but... I think it's probably good enough to be a top 40 or top 45 program still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'd welcome. I like seeing basketball schools do good in football and vice versa sometimes. Sure. Unless it's Duke or UNC. Yeah, fuck Duke. Um, Nebraska at 19. I I Ride the frost train. Show me something. Nebraska fans are... They're... they're, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Nebraska fans are extremely hard to deal with. Uh, but Martinez is another year under my quarterback. And he's really good. He is he's really good. really, really good. And Scott Frost just brought in that quarterback guru coach too, right? Because mm-hmm. the guy that was with him at UCF. Yep. He might have been there the whole time, but he just was working with a true freshman before. Here's the thing. I can't take them seriously and have them above a Wisconsin who always finds their fucking way into the top 25. And they're not on this list. And... That's crazy. I, I, I don't even know I can't, being gone. Yeah. They're, they're, they're always there. They always find a way into the top 25. Same with their fucking basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> they always make it in. I Man, Nebraska was not good last year. I don't think Nebraska is going to end up being in the top 25 at the end of the year. And I don't think it's going to be because they're bad. I think it's going to be because the um, it's going to be because the Big West overall has elevated. And I think West. as a result, did I say the Big West? Yeah. yeah. 
I looked at Big Ten West <laughs> and I just saw Big West. The Big West. I want the Big West to elevate too. Um, like <laughs> so the Big Ten West. Fucking Pacific. The same way. The same way that, and it may be, it may be that they're actually all bad. But the same way that the ACC last year was so tight between everybody that wasn't Clemson and Syracuse, really, in terms of record, mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen in the West too. But it's not necessarily going to be because they're great or good, but because Minnesota's just good enough to beat anybody in their division. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's good enough to beat anybody in their division. Purdue is. Wisconsin is. Northwestern is. Illinois is not. Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, Iowa, Iowa yeah. is. It is going to be really interesting. You're right. Because Northwestern can't get people to there. I, th- I think all those teams, oh. all those teams <laughs> could probably go to the Pac-12 and get a top three finish mm-hmm. in the West right now, minus Illinois. Well, you remember last year, Northwestern won the Big Ten West with two games left. Yeah, <laughs> and it's because it, it, it's just they're 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 knocking each other out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, constantly. Northwestern's going to eliminate all phones in the stadium. Confiscate them. He's an idiot. Did you see that? No, does he really say that, Pat Fitzgerald? Pat Fitzgerald? Yeah, they asked him why why attendance is down. He said because of these, and he pulled out his. Has there ever, has there ever been a younger looking eighty five year old? Than Pat Fitzgerald because I feel like he's only like forty five. I know he's just been there like fifteen years. Well, that and also that he has the he is the old school the most old school coach. Yep. I feel like there is. Yep. He hates unions. Shocker. Just like just like <laughs> oh, just like the old. He's a white linebacker. <laughs> yeah, <90s>. just, <laughs> he's everything people thought Dick Butkus was going to be, but, but as a coach. Um, moving on. Do you have anything else in Nebraska? No. Yeah. I think I think they're. They could be this good, but I don't think they will be. I think they're a year away from really being yep. a contender in the Big Ten as a champion. That's a lot of Scott Frost. Yeah. Two years to... They've recruited really well, but their their defense and offensive line was atrocious. Like, it's going to take yeah. a year or two to, to build that. And, and I think there's... And, and just in that same breath, he's probably never come in at a worse time for Big Ten West because of how strong the other teams are in terms of being coached just well. Not necessarily great coaches, but like they're all coached well. Brom does what he does well. Uh, PJ Fleck does what he does well. Ferenc, the old, it's been there twenty two years now, twenty one years. Yeah, does it well? Bearing everybody to death. With, yeah, just absolutely. But just consistently bludgeoning you with power every day. <laughs> <laughs> just, just <laughs> running power every fucking yep. play. Consistently um, above average. Yeah. Uh, I think Auburn at eighteen is probably That's realistic. Good. Yeah, uh, A&M at 17 feels good, but I tell you that there's probably Aggies that are upset because they think they should be a top 10. Um, um, they're the Nebraska of the SEC, except that they never won, really. Like yeah, the is Cullen Bond still there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be good. It's just yeah. going to be the same thing, except it's the SEC West. Yep. They're just yeah. going to have they're, – they're, they win the Big 12 or at least come really close to winning it without issue. And I don't think it's because the Big 12 is weak – but that there's more off games. There's more. And the top has kind of regressed to the has, has fallen down. The yeah. ceiling has fallen down in the Big 12 where, um, well, I, 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 number five right there, Oklahoma, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a Jalen Hurts issue, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's speed through. Washington at 16. Yes. Right. Miami at 15. Yeah. Oh, yes. Washington at 16 is it's that whole by default because they're going to rack up wins in the big play in the pack ball because they get to play Oregon State and they have Jay Eason who I think is going to start oh, yeah. this year the old yeah. number one recruit 
Yeah. Yeah, the guy that uh, got out by um, Jake Fromm, right? Yep. Uh, and hopefully he doesn't end up being... Hopefully they can develop him as a good quarterback because what's-his-face last year was so fucking bad. He just never grew up for his freshman year. Yeah. Game. Browning? Yeah. He was a phenom, and then he just, yeah, then he just flatlined. Plateaued. Um, TCU at 14. I'm sorry, Miami at 15. Best case scenario, I think that's right. Feels a little ambitious. It I think it's a little ambitious. With their quarterback like, issues. Yeah. Um, Every one of these teams basically have a name brand, which I don't think is an accident by Phil Steele. He knows where the bread is buttered. Right. <laughs> uh, TCU at 14 uh, is really ambitious, I think. They've got like 15 quarterbacks on their, on their roster. And they the I don't know how you can see the I don't know how you see the cheese Bowl and see <laughs> that that team has what it takes to get to win 14. Yeah, I, I don't see it. And the same thing with Michigan State. I think that they have an Ohio State transfer, though, as their new quarterback. TCU does? Yeah. To look that up. I think you're right. I don't think he was a really good player, though. Well, if you still, I'm just I'm trying to think of the TCU. So when Dykes left and it became just uh, Cumby as the offensive coordinator, it dropped off a little mm-hmm. bit. But I think part of that was because of them also losing a whole lot of talent in offense. If they can even do half that offense that they had then 14 is right because their defense is always going to be there to play. Mm-hmm. So they have both uh, Matthew Baldwin, who's a transfer from Ohio State. They also have Kansas State's old quarterback, Alex Delton. Mm-hmm. So they've got... That's their tight end, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so they got, they've got guys that we'll see what they do. You know, And Gary Patterson's a good coach. He's a great defensive yeah. coach. Uh, and Cumbie's a good offensive coach. But I don't think Cumbie... I think he finds players to try to fit scheme versus fitting the scheme to the players, and that's probably why last year was so poor in some offensive in some games because he put in a new quarterback and didn't change the playbook, and they just suffered. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan State at thirteen. Uh, explain to me how, Jeff, please. They have probably the best defense in the Big Ten. Seventeen returning starters. Holy shit. On the flip side, they lost their best running back and their best receiver, and their quarterback was trash. 17 returning starters on defense? That's amazing. No, I just mean overall. So, like, they bring <laughs> a lot. Of, the number one. <laughs> Phil Steele loves that, like, you know, those teams where it was like, oh, they return everyone, so they're just going to be better. Returning it's like, production, right? Yeah. This happened with Syracuse basketball last year. Senior, back senior lady and they're team. Like, We're going to be great. <laughs> and then they were just the same. Watch was, out for that Montana team. That, that the, All five of them, they're seniors. They grew together. It's just yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like you're, you're not adding anything. You're not taking anything away. You're looking at the same thing as the year before. Does Michigan State ever do anything this year more than just spoil one team season? I don't, I don't think so because they're – they were terrible on offense, and all they did was they shuffled the deck chairs. They literally just reassigned every offensive coach to a different position. <laughs> like that, they're still running the same offense they ran ten years ago, and it's just. But then you get the running backs guy trying to coach up. The, right, but like the even guard, the, even Michigan realized like it's time to stop just trying to run a, a power offense. Like it's time to move. Yeah, and they still have not grasped that. So. Yeah, at this point, it's so. I wonder if that's why teams like Iowa are consistently successful, though, too, because it's just your brand. Mm-hmm. So you know that there's a there's a four-star or a three-star kid somewhere that knows that he doesn't have elite talent, but he wants to play in a certain type of system, and that's what attracts it to him. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're an undersized pass rusher, TCU is on your list, hopefully at the very beginning, because it's all that they, they produce at in spades. 
Um, are we going to 12? Yeah, what do you guys think about this? I think they had the potential to be the best team in that division or that league. They really flopped at the end of the last year. Yeah, they were incredibly underwhelming last year. Especially Herbert. I think they'll play like a top 25 team most of the season. But I think they probably do what seems to be par for most Pac-12 teams, which is to lose two games they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, Finally losing, lose losing Colorado or Arizona, Arizona State. Yeah, didn't they yeah. lose to one of them? Yeah, they lost to Arizona. Like they got blown out by Arizona. At Arizona, maybe. Yeah. Um, right after they beat Stanford, maybe, or something like that. Finding a way to go and lose to Cal or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's... Um, it's... I want Oregon... To be good again because it's fun. They were a fun team to fill the void when USC fell off, mm-hmm. um, and I think they can still be like that. Well, USC was a fun team to hate, but especially when they were good. Yes. Who? But Oregon, I never really hated. I thought they were fun. Yeah, I agree. And plus, they did so much with their. So they're all right. So here's Oregon's schedule: uh, home against. I'm sorry, it's a neutral site game. Auburn, Ooh. Uh, Nevada, which is not. Hard, but it's not easy. You got the ghost of Kaepernick. Uh, ghost, yeah, the ghost of Kaepernick's gonna be there. Montana Grizzlies, that's a win. Even though it's probably gonna be, a, no, it's not gonna be a tough one. It's in Austin. Uh At Stanford, homing against Cal, not a layup because Cal's all defense is salty. Yeah. Uh, home against Colorado at Washington, that's your loss probably. Home against Washington State, there's another loss possibly. There's at another USC team missing from that uh, that that list, Washington mm-hmm. State. Yeah. Yeah, so they're changing. They're changing people out. But if they could, oh, I was going to say something really insensitive. The quarterback question is is what I have. I was going to say, but Mike Leach can do anything with anybody. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. <clears throat> I think he's hit the ceiling at Washington State yeah. already. I don't know how he gets back to it. And I think the same thing happened at Tech. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he had that incredible season with Graham Harrell and them, and then just kind of it. It didn't plateau. Yeah, you just you you you. you you find your that champion for your team, you know, and then you just try to get back to there, and you're starting to get measured by that. Mm-hmm. And it's just that's where that's where Mike Leach gets critical because then it's like, oh, he's not quirky; he's just a weird asshole. Once he starts losing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. home against Arizona at Arizona State, Oregon State. Uh, yeah, they lose they lose three games mm-hmm. somewhere in there. The Auburn game is going to be a tough one. Auburn, they played last year too, didn't they? Didn't they lead off the season and Auburn hammered them? That was Auburn-Washington. Yes, that was. Yeah. Uh, so Auburn's probably going <clears> to... <throat> I hope they both lose that game. Oh, just I to put... That. Yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. I'm cool with that. I just, Auburn's that strength tie. is in their lines. And Oregon's lines, I was reading, were like dreadful last year. So Yeah, well, and, and back when, when Chip Kelly was there, the benefit that he did, the same way Mike Leach had... His offensive linemen have like five feet between them sometimes in place. Yeah. Is those, yeah, splitting their offense and being able to use those gaps effectively. Uh, Oregon has a really good running back that I can't remember his name now. Uh, last name Benjamin, I think. Um, that can help if you can start getting gaps the way those old successful Oregon teams did with LaMichael and all those guys. Um, the Michael. Um, the Michael and the Garrett. Texas at 11. Sure, I guess. Uh, sure. Terry Bradshaw doesn't seem to think so. Baker um, Mayfield doesn't seem to think so either. Yeah, Baker's, he's bitter about 
He's got so much. I don't understand why he's still. He's getting so much fuels him. He really does have a lot of testosterone. So much testosterone. Florida at ten is interesting because uh, I think it's probably going to be higher. You think they'll finish higher? I think I think they might end up going through and having. I think a ten and two Florida, and that only loss coming in the SEC championship and Georgia earlier in the season. Ah, that 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 assumes that Georgia loses two games. Yeah. But yeah. Um, which is possible, but I think Florida I think they only lose right now. Every time I think about it, I th- I get less confident. But Mullen's really good. I think he beats I think he wins the East and they lose. Whether that's 10 and or whether that ends up as a season where you're 10 and 3 or 9 and 4 or whatever after um, the conference championship I think they'll probably be top ten uh, analytically. I bet they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Let's yeah. look at schedules, see what they look like. Yeah, um, Florida's kind of weird because I think they lost quite a bit. Like, they had some players draft, some leave. Which might not have been a bad thing, for right? Man, honestly. But their recruiting class, their newest one they brought in, I think they've had three or four of the top players all leave. There's been a lot of issues and really? a lot of – they're getting kind of back to, like, the Urban Meyer recruiting. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's not going well for. for so you got to wonder so. if it's the coach or the school at this point. Well, we know with Urban, it's the coach, but yeah. maybe the school. Is Family man, man. Um, so Florida, their schedule. They go Ooh. Miami to start off. Nice. They start against the Hurricanes. Yes. Yeah. Is that because the ACC network is trying to make their network something? Is, is it on Florida? Um, or is it a neutral site? I have no idea. It doesn't tell. Mm. Uh, I'm looking at uh, just Google. Uh, then they go Tennessee Martin to win at Kentucky, home against Tennessee, home against Towson, Ew. Um, home against Auburn. God, all they do is play home games early, apparently. Um, at LSU, at South Carolina, home against Georgia, hmm. home against Vandy, at Missouri, home against Florida State. Interesting. Um, Georgia, on the other hand, goes at Vandy to start off. Home against Murray State, home against Arkansas State, home against Notre Dame. Under the lights. There you go. At Tennessee, home against South Carolina, home against Kentucky, at Florida, home against Missouri, at Auburn, home against Texas A&M, at Georgia Tech. Okay, so there's a potential there for Georgia to lose at Florida. Mm -hmm. I can see that. They could, yeah. And Notre Dame might be really good with Book and company. Mm -hmm. They will. You never know. AM could shock them late in the season. They're going to be really close, those two teams. It's going to be interesting. I, uh, yeah, Florida 10 feels right for me, yeah. personally. Where, you, don't know, you don't know what Tennessee's going to be. No, probably bad. Second, because they're, so, I, think they're still, I think they're still in progress. Second year under Pruitt, but they've got, they brought in a pretty good recruiting class again. Didn't they beat Georgia last year? Who did they beat? Did they upset someone big at the end of the year? Was it Auburn? Yeah, it was Auburn at the end of the year. Because it almost cost... Uh, Malzahn, his job. Yeah, I'm also Galzahn. Then you got an extension. <laughs> I love these agents. I want to be a football agent. Um, seriously, <laughs> fucking give What's me a buy. Sexton is that his name? The guy and that's the, the agent for every coach. Here's a here's a quick a quick side note. At our jobs right now, without giving away where we work or what we do, what do you think your buyout should be? Like realistically, if so, if they if they didn't have at will, if it wasn't an at will state and they had to fire you, what do you think is the minimum they should at least pay you to leave? 
I think Kyle might have the highest, just because we know what vertical he's in, right? We know where he's going. I think Kyle's like 30000 Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I get anything. Is that? I would just I'd probably a, get lunch. Like a pizza and a case yeah. of beer on the Yeah, you know what? They, they're, they're big fans of buying pizza for us. So that makes <laughs> yeah. Sense. yeah, maybe some beer and a nice pizza on the ass. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Future endeavor. Uh, Notre Dame, number nine. Uh, feels right. Feels right. Yeah. Number eight, Utah. Wow. We can only hope. If Utah could finally just be really, really I want good. that. That'd be fun. I do too. That'd be fun in the Pac-12. If, especially <laughs> if it elevates the Pac-12. Their like, defense has been really good the last couple of years. Like salty. Good, that's right? their thing, right? Yeah, they're they're yeah they're the um, they are in a lot of ways. I feel like almost the the Iowa of the West in that their offenses their offenses look like they should be fancy and they never really are yeah. and then their defenses are, pretty, are what keeps them in a lot of games but I don't know I don't know if they could beat Ohio State by 40 points two years ago like Iowa did though um, I don't know what that was that was insane that's what it was so Utah at 8 wishful thinking but I think it's but I want to believe that wish I want to believe it so they have to have a great season maybe undefeated to get that high I think they'd have to be undefeated. I think they could... One loss. I think they could do it with 10 wins, but they'd have to depend on everybody on their schedule also being Being really really good. good. Here's the thing. I think that if Utah's that high, I don't think you have this many teams in the Pac-12 in the top five. You're right. I think that'd be the only way. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you mean like, oh, there's a whole bunch of nine-win Pac-12 teams that they've... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So maybe an eight is what happens when they slip... At the end of the year, they win a conference, but maybe they're at 15 before that. Um, LSU at seven, whatever, man. It just feels boring and lazy, and I don't. That's what. Did you LSU. know uh, that they're getting a new offense this year? I know the this spread, is, they're going spread and shred. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, who? They brought in someone from the Saints. Did they really? Yeah, one of the Saints offensive Drew Brees. It's actually Sean Payton. He's doing double duty. <laughs> He's got a mustache. He's like trying to own the city of New Orleans. <laughs> He's got a mustache, like Bobby Valentine did when he tried to come out of the out of the. Uh, uh, it's Sean Payton with an S H A W N. He's just like, oh, I don't know, that's weird. You remember Bobby Valentine with the mustache? Bobby Valentine, the old Mets head. Yeah, he tried to come out of the dugout after he got ejected. after he got ejected, but he had a he had a fake mustache on and some sunglasses. Um, and we spent a lot of time on this list so far, so let's let's knock this out. Ohio State six, probably probably too low. Yeah. Um, if only because Denver, Michigan are going to flip, flip, I think. Yep. Uh, Michigan at three feels okay. We might get more on that on another episode because you're going to be the Michigan expert. Four for Georgia. Feels too high. It does. But I don't know if the I'm SEC waiting. Love, but man. you know what, dude? I feel like we kept waiting for the other shoe to drop for Alabama, and it's yeah. never happened. And I'm wondering if Georgia's going to be that in the East. And they're each going to be a guaranteed loss for the other one. Like If that's, if that's just what we're going to do into infinitum, I don't know. How I'm gonna live with myself? What does Alabama's schedule look like? One well, of two things on Georgia, they have recruited the number one class I think two years in a row under Smart. So they're even though they lost a ton, they're loaded. And then this is a weird question they ask, but at the SEC media days, they were asking all the players who the most physical team is, and even the Alabama guys said Georgia. Really? Yeah. So that's because Kirby. He's like Saban 2.0. Do you feel like though, just on appearances that? Out of the two, Kirby would be more likely to supply PEDs to his players. He Good looks luck, like a PED busher. The deer antler spray, you mean? Deer antler spray, exactly. <laughs> they both do it. You see those, even those Alabama guys, they go in there and it's like a, 
fucking factory. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they need to cheat anymore. I think you can basically just Nick Saban could walk into a high school and the five stars would be like, yeah, yeah. yeah he just sends out. A, a, I don't think he, has he just sends out a piece I, I of paper with the with the script A. <laughs> yeah. I think he could coach. Yeah, I think he could coach a all senior. You know what? He could take an all senior all star team of. Let's say Texas high school stars. So it's a lot of really good talent. Florida too, either one, um, or Cal. And he takes all the seniors in a high school, puts them in the Sun Belt, and I don't think he wins the Sun Belt, but I think he goes bowl eligible. Might win the Big East. <laughs> I think he wins the FCS. Uh, um, like handedly. Uh, Alabama number one, Clemson number two. So I'd probably argue that it should be flip flop. Yeah, I could until make that proven otherwise. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Clemson's returning a lot of players from from a team, a lot of players from an offense that just lit the fuck out of Alabama. Yeah, yeah and I think um, a lot of people I heard blaming the Alabama collapse on the analyst issue that Alabama has, which is that they have coaches in and out and left and right. Yeah. Um, which I no. I give some credence to because I do think that it probably hurts any team to have a majority of your analytics and or prep staff looking for other jobs. But it happened with their coaches too. They lost I think they lost like nine out of their they have a lot of 12 coaches. They have a lot At of some left. point, the year is 2028. 20, <laughs> Every coach in NCAA Division One has at some point worked for Nick <laughs> Tell you what, Alabama has a trash schedule. That might keep them at number one. For them to lose. So they're going to have to get knocked out. And they're probably going to have to get knocked out twice. Yeah. Because if they start number one. Dude, look at this. This is a trash schedule. First game, Duke. Second game, Duke coaches good quarterbacks. They might be better with what's his face. Fuck Daniel Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New Mexico State. Trash. At South Carolina. Trash. Trash. New Mexico State. Isn't that Bob Davey? Yeah. No. The, uh, Alabama's going to crush him. Maybe the old the ghost of Chucky Keaton can come back. <laughs> Remember Chucky Keaton? That was UTEP, beat, wasn't it? Was, <laughs> no, it wasn't UTEP. It was definitely either, it was either New Mexico, New Mexico State, uh, it was not UNLV. No, UTEP. Where did you play for You UTEP? put the emphasis on the wrong UTEP. UTEP. <laughs> it's my native. That's the most Michigan thing. Oh, it's UTEP. No, Chucky Keaton played for her. I'm confusing him with Utah State. It was Utah State. It was one of those, you know, the four corners and all that. <laughs> four um, fourth, fourth game, Southern Miss. The... Uh, then home, home against Ole Miss, win that at AM. Toss that could be a good it, game. it could be a good game. At AM might be their only opportunity for a loss in the record. Uh, uh, mm, I don't, I don't know. Uh, home against Tennessee, they're gonna crush them. Home against Arkansas, Arkansas is not ready. Home against LSU, I don't think the LSU gets them. They in, can't get over the home. In Bama. They're like Michigan and Ohio State now. <laughs> yeah. At Mississippi State, I don't think that that's going to result in a loss for Alabama. Home against Western Carolina, because the SEC can't get away from scheduling a shit, a shit team <laughs> second week 
left in the season, and then at Auburn is their last game. That could be a trap. That's a dangerous game for them. Yeah. But also could be Malzahn trying to keep his job, so you have that danger part of it. But, I mean, you know, everybody talks about how great the, you know, how great the SEC is. They did not schedule an out-of-conference game. All right, so I'm not going to get in that rabbit hole because I feel like that's been a 10-year topic, but... Well, at least the other teams are scheduling out-of-conference games. I mean... I, I agree that... Florida's going and playing um, uh, finally fucking the Miami Florida. in the first game. Uh, and Florida State, but that's also because they're Florida. They still yeah. haven't left Florida. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia's playing Notre Dame. Yep. You know? Yeah, so, there, so there's your counterpoint. I think, I think you replace Duke with... Aren't they playing Texas or USC in a few years? Isn't isn't that? Aren't there some mega games? That's nice. You know, I think that if you're at that level, you should try to schedule another elite team. This is garbage. I mean, not even like a second tier team is in here. You got Duke, who's at the bottom of the ACC, and New Mexico State, who's a whatever. Went three and nine. Um, You've got Southern Miss, who's going to get absolutely murdered by them. It's a paycheck game. You've got. Also yeah, game. and then you've got yeah. Western Carolina. I mean, your best That's a the, game. <laughs> the best team that you have on there is Duke. That's what you do, right? You spend you spend two hundred thousand dollars to go hammer some team so that you can go win ten million dollars in endorsement deals as a university when you win the championship. Mm-hmm. Like I hate it, right? We all hate it, mm-hmm. but it's totally understandable. Yeah, but you see, but you see teams like like Oklahoma going and playing Ohio State in, in a little series. You got Texas going and playing. That's because they have to convince the media and who's actually voting on these polls. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Alabama doesn't. Nope. Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma doesn't this, have the this, best coach in the this world. This schedule really pisses me off. The country. Um, all right. That was. And they're not going to get hurt, you know, by strength of schedule at all. Nope. You know. It's an embarrassment. It is. All of this. Let's just. Let's just quit now. You know what? This is the end of the podcast. Florida playing two two FCS teams also is really obnoxious. Florida is? Yes. And also, but they're also scheduling Florida State and Miami, you said. Yeah. But don't they penalize for more than one FCS game now? Yeah, it doesn't count towards your schedule. So you've got Tennessee Martin and Townsend. So one of them is one of them. It won't count towards eligibility. Eligibility. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I just don't know why you'd schedule two. FCS. I mean, things are done out like 10 years in advance now. Right. That's also the difficult part because, like, Georgia maybe. Georgia probably made that deal with Notre Dame when Notre Dame was either really, really good or really bad. (laughs) Um, All right. Pretty easy to know who's the FCS team. Thanks thanks for Phil Steele. Uh, You know what? You're talking to a Michigan man here, brother. Yeah, but they knew that. (laughs) They didn't schedule two F states. They didn't (laughs) play them again. Um, did y'all play them again? Yeah, in like 2011, we beat the shit out of them. <laughs> no, I hope I you did. The they, out of them. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a that is corned lover right there. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right, let's play a game over under. So, if y'all have any, feel free to jump in. You got a couple. Okay, I'm going to start uh, with something just really simple. Uh, wins for Syracuse football this year set at six and a half. I'm setting up these numbers. I'm just making. I made up all these numbers, by the way. I think over. Over six eight. and a half. Eight wins. Less than last year. Okay. Um, I think a step back is expected. Right? Yeah, I think ten wins was re- was a really high ceiling, and they won a lot of close games. I think that they're still set up to win a lot of close games um, because they do still have most of their pass rush back. 
They only lost one guy off their defensive line. They've got their entire secondary back. I think that they're going to hurt a little bit losing Dungy in different ways because he was just a winner. Mm-hmm. And he's so hard-nosed. But yeah. DeVito is a better quarterback yeah. than Dungy. And he's got weapons. He's got basically every receiver is back. They've got basically every running back. The offensive line is in a shift, but they do have – actually, um, I saw something on uh, Troy Noons today that said that uh, they're actually maybe in the top three units um, in the ACC as mm-hmm. far as an offensive line because even though they're, they've are they lost a lot of players, the guys that they have coming in still have more starting um, – More like starts. More actual starts than a yeah. lot of the teams below them. Um, uh, so they have experience. They actually they brought in uh, an offensive tackle from uh, South Alabama. But did he sleep in Dino Babers' basement and was married to his daughter? No, he was not, amazingly enough. <laughs> Coda Mark was fucking good for you him. You know what? And here's the thing. And, and I feel like oh, with a schedule like yours where you're scheduling powerhouses like at Liberty and against Holy Cross. This is really interesting. Is Liberty the, the reverend? Yeah. Yes. Liberty is... Oh, <laughs> you freeze is going to beat you all day. You freeze is going to end up beating I'm, I'm a little worried about that game. It's on the road, too. Um, uh, and they're at Liberty's D1 now, right? And yeah. With the, and with the history of Ernie Davis... Quarterback, going, with the history of Ernie Davis, going to a town called Lynchburg is very, very <laughs> risky. Actually, one of our old uh, recruits um, who actually went to high school with our starting running back, our starting running back from Gastonia, yeah. Moniel, his high school uh, running buddy, um, Robert Washington, he was a four-star coming out. I was real pumped about him. He he uh, shunned us at the end. I forgot. Or he may have gone to like UNC or something like God, that. I hope it was Liberty. Now, no, no, now he's on Liberty. <laughs> he's, he's on Liberty. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I think that Syracuse is in a position where they're trying to get those kind of wins and trying to build up their... Um, I think that, but then they scheduled a team like Maryland at Maryland. Right. So that's. And they beat Texas. Um, New coach. And so that the answer's one. over then. I think it's over. Okay. I, think they, I think they get eight, and, and that's with a bowl win. All right, Jeff, um, over or under? Over. So Kyle and Jeff have over. I'm keeping these, by the way, keeping score. Okay. For mine, at least. Uh, wins for Michigan this year set at 10.5. Got to look at your schedule. That's a that's, that's a gangbusters year. Under, under, yeah. Even with the, this is including bowl games. I think they get to ten. You think they finish regular season nine and miss the? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think they play Florida again in the fucking Outback Bowl? <laughs> <Hopefully not. laughs> let's look at their schedule. So, so um, they start off start off Middle Tennessee, which will be a win. Then they win. play Army, who's Army, which is who knows. Yeah, at Wisconsin. Yep. In the Notre Dame at home. Um, right? No, Rutgers game next. That? Okay, yeah, Rutgers. Then, 70 points. <laughs> then home against Iowa, at Illinois, at Penn State. Yeah. Um, mm. Home against Notre Dame, at Maryland, home against Michigan State, home at Home against Indiana, Michigan State's huge. Home against Ohio State. Yeah. I'm really worried about... You body blow for Michigan State going whole, into Ohio State? Yeah, and that Wisconsin game early, playing at Camp Randall fucking sucks. Like, But didn't yeah, Wisconsin... Tough... Wisconsin might be starting as true freshman too, right? Mm-hmm. That four, four-star kid they got. But they saw Jonathan Taylor and yeah. 15 All-American offensive linemen. Or as Solid Verbal would say, Jonathan Taylor tailback. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, all right, so Kyle, over or under. Reason, Gabe Karimi's there again. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> um, over under 10.5. Oh, 
I'm going to say under. You negative Nancys. All right. Uh, I don't see them getting 11 wins out of that. All right. So earlier, uh, it might have been today. Oh, you know what? No, no. I don't think they beat Ohio State. I think they lose to Notre uh, Dame. So yesterday, uh, Colorado head coach Mel Tucker insinuated that the SEC schools and the fans were racist. Uh, the former Georgia defensive coordinator mentioned Demetrius Roberts, who's uh, at Cal, um, as evidence. Uh, he's had He said, quote, We've had so much success there because a lot of these young black men went out. I saw this when I was at Georgia with Demetrius Roberts, and these recruits are really beginning to understand the dark history of some of these SEC schools, and they're opting to go out west for a more inclusive experience. So not really – we can talk about the merits of his uh, statement if you want to, but my over-under is how many of the SEC teams have a history of racism, and the over-under is set at 13 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> there's, four, there's 14 teams in the league. Over. <laughs> Over? Has Vanderbilt? Some Tennessee man. And it's also kind of it's also kind of an elitist school. Yeah. Missouri definitely they had a riot, it's not just four years ago. Yeah. And they have a lot of problems with their school. Uh AM, yeah. Even like your AM. AM definitely. South Carolina, almost yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Florida, probably. Florida might be the toss up. Florida might be actually the. Florida yeah. might be the toss up. Yeah. Um, right. Tennessee, definitely. I mean, look where it is. Old Miss. Bama, Old Miss, Old Miss, had a, Old Miss has more better flags per capita. Running <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they, they, they embody they're right it. there. They just changed that two years ago. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kentucky is. Kentucky. Um, Kentucky, for sure. But. Yeah, Kentucky for sure. I didn't have a good bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Arkansas, Georgia, Mississippi State. I mean, you're... So you're saying over 13 and a half. It's basically just saying, like, are we are we surprised at all that there's a history of racial tension in the South? No. Right? Like, that's a story as old as time, it's, right? As old as America. It's, it's interesting that he brought it up, you know? I, I don't know why I'm recording you saying it was over. Like, I'm going to be able to check that at the end of the season. <laughs> You get to call up fan bases. I think it's interesting he says that. And honestly, um, I don't... I know he's right. I don't know if he is right about... People wanting to move schools and go out west. Players caring that much. Agreed. Especially when you have, in the SEC, as far as a conference, the best path to the NFL, mm-hmm. right? It's a, a good game, a championship game. Right. Like, you can be on a pretty average Mississippi State team, but be a baller like Montez Sweat and get eyes on you because you were playing against mm-hmm. Alabama and all those other teams. And let's really break it down. Is it, This is more fan bases that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they're the ones that are going to be saying things that are extremely, you know, yeah. racist. And <laughs> let's say that you're... Alabama, you're not going to hear as much. You're going to hear it from other fan bases. You're not going to hear it from your own because you're winning, and winning solves everything. Mm-hmm. The, the South also has a very long history of um, fraternities are a much bigger deal. I feel yes. like in the South than in the North, right? And those institutions by design were, I don't know if this is a word, but segregatorial. In their yes, in design, in, in their uh, design. Yep. Right. I can I can one hundred percent vouch for that because I went to an SEC school. Well, and and, and and you don't have to look any further than the fact that what are the where are the most where are the black collegiate universities 
and their conference is based out of. The Southwest, or the, the Texas and the Southeast. It's, right. It's, 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 that is it, right? That's your SWAC. That's MIAC. It's yeah. all, they're all right there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. It's not by accident they just decided yeah. to pick the hottest fucking weather. Um, for the being fucking, yeah, they didn't really like the Gulf Coast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... I think the, the, I think that'd be a cool conversation. I'm really interested to see uh, if Mel Tucker can do well at Colorado because I hope he can. But I think it'd be a case study to see how many of those how many kids are leaving SEC schools to go out west. Yeah, because if you look at their recruiting class, he talks about it. They are dipping into the south. East Which not like a lot of Western schools are doing, yeah. right? That's smart. Yeah. That's the whole reason the Pac-10 tried to expand into Texas and stick into Texas, right? And like get that much closer to the honeypot of Texas, Florida, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. They don't have a presence there. They don't have to just go to California, and, right? Yeah, and then find everybody that's got Samoan, uh, yeah, heritage. <laughs> yeah, that's related to the Rock. Jeez. And, no. and, and seriously, it's Jesus no, Christ. Samoan players? God, it's, there's it's more <laughs> racist things you said than oh fouls in their God. names. Um, how many Pac-12 schools finish in the top 25 set at two and a half? This is directly related to our last topic, which is why I was trying to... Over, but only three. Okay. Jeff? Over four. Ooh, wow. Do you want to name the teams real quick? You had to guess final year three, year four. Utah, Oregon, um, probably yeah. Washington. Okay, so USC didn't finish there? No. Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Washington State. Ooh, Washington State was what I was looking for. I see, uh, you know what? I may have, I might switch Washington to Washington State. This you did Washington fall out? Yeah. Wow. I, you didn't, you left out Utah. I know, I just don't have any faith. Did you leave out Utah, too? No, I had Utah's first one. Right. Eight uh, how many field goals attempted from inside the 20 by Mac Brown this year? Set at seven. <laughs> Push. No. <laughs> you didn't give me a half. Seven and a half. Um, so seven and a half times this year, inside the 20, he's going to go for a field goal. Like under. That seems like a lot. I hope he doesn't. I'm going to say under because I don't think they get to the red zone. <laughs> yeah, they They're going to get in the red zone a total of seven times and pick it every time. Who's their quarterback going to be? Are they starting that freshman kid from here? They Power? are. I think they are because they don't have anybody left. Like, yeah. Tribune Trubisky left. He left everybody, and they didn't have anything to succeed him right. What about that Chaz whatever? Is he still there? Um, Chaz Morris? No, 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 no. Oh, Miami. Was it the Miami quarterback? <laughs> that was... How many jobs has Urban Meyer been rumored for by November? Set at three. And a half. And let's specify college jobs. Yeah. So only people that are going to be big programs are going to suggest it. You right? said by November? Mm-hmm. You said three? I would say. I wish I could push there. Um, so let's just let's just pick some teams that might be Auburn. right. USC, USC. Auburn. Uh They'll be, they'll be ready to get rid of Gus Malzahn. <laughs> Brother, if Texas is having a rough season, Texas might be on that list. You think yeah. that they'd be ready to get rid of Tom Herman? Ooh, if he has a really point? poor year, absolutely. Uh, Penn State, maybe? Yeah. If Penn State if has things, a rough year? If things go south, which they could. What about the ultimate heel turn? And if 
Michigan is having a rough year? Do they try to kick Harbaugh uh, and go for Urban Meyer and Ohio from, they wouldn't. from Ohio well, State? What if, if they did, would you rescind your fan? I would fandom? have a new team. <laughs> SMU welcomes you with other arms. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what other what other major schools are going to have a possible hot seat. Coach? Florida State, Florida State. If they want to, if they want to yeah. try to buy if, out, it's if, a big buyout for both um, uh, Malzahn and Auburn. And uh, but if Urban, if Urban wants Taggart. to get the fuck out of Ohio, Florida, Florida or California, man, his kids are all gone. He's a granddad. He can go. Where the fuck you don't he think wants. you want to have fun and maybe do like another Utah type gig again? He might. Like because Washington could be that if Washington fell apart. Yeah. Um, he's young too. He's only like fifty two or fifty three. I mean, there's. I don't. Th- Notre Dame seems to be in a good place. But yeah, but where's it? How old is Martin? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the question. Well, he keeps the team. So, do we talk about how UNC has a defensive back named Storm Duck? Yes. <laughs> yeah, brother. He's from uh, here. Or good. Good his brother him. played for App. Um, so you're saying push? Yeah. So Jeff is push. Kyle. Uh, three is probably the right number to push. Damn, I'm too good at odds making. It turns out. Well, I mean, it's also how many how many high profile jobs are going to be. Yeah, he's so being talked like, about. He's not going to take. He's it. not going to take a Virginia Tech. No. If Brian Fontes is you don't think <laughs> even, but you don't think even just the smallest amount of now that he's a retired again, maybe he wants a low stakes job that that he might get floated. Not for. him. He's the most driven dude. He's got so much integrity. That's I hope he goes to Utah State. Turns they just got a new coach. They brought Gary Harrison back, didn't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Well, so it's a new old coach. <laughs> Familiar Boy- faces. But if Boise State comes open, you think he's... Actually, Harrison uh, could be on the move. Ooh. Uh, Boise State's an interesting one. He would never take it. I want him to replace Rolovich in Hawaii. Enter <laughs> Hawaii and true F you'd ever want. Yeah, yeah. He goes out to Hawaii. I'm off just because he wants vacation. He wants to go hang out. They can't uh, afford to pay him. him. He just gets really excited because that uh, every once in a while they'll schedule an army and they'll go all the way across the fucking country like they're doing this year. <laughs> they, they, they just want they, they just want to you just had, go out there and hang out with Don Nelson and Woody yeah. Harrelson and smoke weed uh, and Carrie Von Eric. Mm. I think he's out there. <laughs> nice. Uh, you had one for Urban Meyer. Didn't yeah, you? it's a good follow up. Um, gonna set it at six point five days that Urban Meyer actually spends with his family <laughs> on average per week. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just oh, just over the just, season. Yeah. I'll say over, but just barely. <laughs> over. Have I told you what my wife says every time Urban Meyer's on TV? How does she? She says, "God, I wish she spent more time with his family." Just because there was a game day sign years ago that just said <laughs> Urban Meyer should spend more time with his family. So he retired like, the first time. Yeah, yeah and he said he was going to go spend time with his family. And he went to Ohio State. Yep. Oops. A month later. Oops. Uh, Oklahoma last year finished 84th in S and P Plus defensively. They have Alex Grinch as their new defensive coordinator. Yep. Over or under improving their final ranking by 34 points, which is basically to say, are they going to be a top 50, 50 defense, S and P, or or under? So anything past 50. I'm going to say under. I think that they'll be like a six, like high 50s, low 60s. Gotcha. He's the guy that rebuilt Washington State's defense, didn't he? Then he went to Ohio State and took like an assistant job for some reason. Yeah. So Grinch is, I think, known for, uh, I think he's known for being a blitz crazy dude. Um, he runs a weird formation, like a yeah. weird three three five or something. Yeah, I would agree. them perfectly. Especially considering who they're playing, right? The yeah. nickel-heavy packages. Uh, I think, I think top fifty 
Yep. But it's it maybe it's going to be partially because of him. I think the other part is their offense is not going to be as explosive and passing mm-hmm. the ball as much, so there's going to be less time call. for the defense to be out there. That's a good call. I don't. Yeah. yeah. So I think by almost pure uh, chance that they're on the ball on by the default. On, there. Yeah. Yeah. By having more time with an offense, they're allowing their defense to rest some more. Um, I'm trying to think of the biggest jump I've ever seen a coach a defense make. I think they'll be, it'll be under because they'll finish like 52nd. Like they'll be right on the cusp of like. Well, they had that one. I think last year uh, that Oklahoma State shot up, um, and Texas Tech might have been in the same breath for the first six weeks. Yeah, maybe. they were like top 40. Yeah. Out of nowhere, after being like in the 80s, and then the rest of the season caught up with them and right. playing in the Big 12. Because that's what's costing it. It's not necessarily that the defense is bad. It's that they have incredible offenses in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. But that's starting to change a little bit, too, I think, with Texas Tech making a shift, uh, Baylor becoming more of a Matt Rule-style offense. It's yep. not going to be gun, fun and gun. Uh, I like that one a lot. And games Georgia Tech wins this year. Two and a half. Well, they're sweating. <laughs> I just want to see who they're playing like out of. Out of they're going to be interesting because uh, Jeff Collins is like a really – Freaking good coach, apparently. Recruited really well, but is doing a system overhaul. Like That's the thing. I mean, the guys that, that are already there, they're, they haven't been used to that. So we know they're going to play Georgia. Yeah. And that's a loss. They open up at Clemson. Ooh. That's tough. That's a tough way to start off. Home God, should I, set, should I set over under 10 <laughs> points against Clemson? Uh, home against South Florida, That's I don't think that they win that. No, South Florida will probably beat them. Um Home against Citadel. There's one. Yep. Ooh. At brother. Tem- at Temple. Brother, are we sure the Citadel can't beat them? I don't think that. I think that there's a chance that they it's could. It's gonna be like a 14-10 game. Oh um, shit, fest. At Temple, that's not. I think they that's lose not at a Temple. Good, I don't think that's a great idea. You know what? No, I take that back. I think they win at Temple because of Collins he and him knowing and him knowing him. You're that's right. only gonna be the only reason. Yep. It's gonna be the. Uh, I don't see them winning another game the rest of the season. Home against UNC. I think that UNC. I think that UNC takes them. Um, at Duke's a good opportunity. At Duke's a good opportunity, but I... Pitt is hot trash. There's a possibility. Pitt is hot trash, but they also think that, that... Their fans think that the Coastal is probably the toughest the toughest division in college football because they won it last year. So, so my argument for over 2.5 would be the entire roster is set up for a triple option, right? And how does that look when you're trying to change it to a spread. To a spread. Right. But Temple always ran the ball well. Yeah. So at worst, they're going to be Iowa without the defense, I think, offensively. I think that their best chance to do that is if they beat Citadel and then find a way to win two of the three games against UNC, Duke, or Pitt. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to beat Temple on their own. I'm going to go over because I think they'll win three. I'm going to go under. I think they're going to win two. They're going to find a way. Some differences. Nice. Yeah. I like this. They're um, going to find a way to get a scratch one out somewhere. I don't, I don't see it. That could be trash, though. <laughs> um, I got I got one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm done with the ones that I have written here. So um, I'm going to put the over under on 50.5. Um, point spread it takes for Nick Saban to not lose his mind on his team. Are you suggesting he loses his shit on his like team when they're four. down by four? 
Yeah. I'm saying that if they're up by 50. Oh, got you, got you. Okay. <laughs> I, I misunderstood the question. So at which point, no, there's not a number. There's not a number? There's not a number. <laughs> it's all the time. It's so over. Yeah, that's, that's literally his shtick, right? It's like yeah. they hammered someone last year. He's like and, his headset. Yeah, and there was like a, a fumble on the snap or something like that, and he lost his shit on the sidelines <laughs> because he's a perfectionist. Yeah. It's why he's the best coach in college football and also got to be the worst person to play under. Like not from a knowledge standpoint, you'd probably learn the world, but he would – Got to be tough. You've heard the bit about the basketball deal he has going on there, right? No. So he organizes like basketball with like all the coaches and stuff like that. He um, does he just scream at them and that? No. So he's he he's always the point guard. <laughs> That's and the so, most so, same so, so oh no, this is even better. So their basketball coach was is he still there? Avery Jones. Yeah, he Johnson? got fired. He got fired. Well, when he came in, Nick Saban. Recruited him to be on his team after he saw him play, <laughs> and, but would not let Avery Johnson be the point guard. That's great. He played point guard for like He's, yeah. 15 years. In the NBA. Been, but Nick Saban he hated his voice. No, I think it's because, no, Nick Saban was gaming it so that he would always, they would always fucking win. Not surprised. Against his own coaches in rec basketball. <laughs> you got to assert dominance, Kyle. competitor. <laughs> it's it's such a fucking clown. Do you have any over, over-unders, Jeff? Let's make one. Let's do one for Big Ten. Uh, in fact, you know what? Let me. Um, I'm not going to pull it up. I'm just going to freestyle here. Uh, over under three wins being the difference between the top of the Big Ten West to the bottom of the Big Ten West. You've got you've got Illinois in the West, right? So over over because Illinois is there. Yeah. <laughs> so and let's, Indiana, Indiana's there too. Not Indiana's, Indiana's in the East. But um, let's remove Illinois. <laughs> and you got Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa. Over under three games difference between all of them. In the win column? Mm-hmm. Let's say under. I mean, last year it was two. I'm going to say. I'm going to say under two. I think you're right. It's going to be closer this year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Push. Uh, three. It's going to be three between the... Over under two legitimate um, uh, group of five teams being considered for the playoffs at the end of the season, near the end of the season. So you're going to have your normals, your Boise States, uh, probably your UCFs. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. I think it's just going to be UCF again. They're not even in this list. Phil still doesn't know shit. <laughs> Milton is... Not even he's like just walking now, so he's not going to play this year. No, but they got um, the transfer from Notre Dame. Yeah, oh, the guy who can't throw. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Yeah. Um, that's the situation. USF maybe, but I don't know. They, I don't have any promise in Max Strong. Their fans really don't. Max Strong. Mac. Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong combined. Charlie they're, Mac and Max Strong. Their fans I read online really don't like him. They feel like they're really tailing off. So it's because he. It's because they think he's going to do to them what he did at Texas. But the truth is that this is USF is where he belongs. Like USF, that's the perfect Louisville level. That's the perfect fit. Yeah. There's another good one. Uh, Louisville uh, this Ooh. year under Satterfield over under um, under being the higher number. Well, fuck that. Let me just word it differently. Do they have a top eighty offense this year? Yes. Being in the ACC, I say the yes. man knows offense. 
It won't be great. It'll be like fifty eighth or something, but they'll they'll make a climb. It depends who their quarterback is. Their quarterback was trash last year. It's still, still there. It's Jawan Pass. Yeah. Puma Pass. But they had a, a, like a run heavy offense app, so he'll probably just install that and heavy zone. I, yeah. heavy run I feel like that whole thing. They got to be less toxic just by him being there and not having Petrina. Yeah. Him, right. They, the players. I'm like going him. to say barely over. All right. So let's uh, let's do. We're in an hour here. Hour seven. Um, let's knock out playoff predictions, and then let's finish with position U. Position U. Cool. Um, okay. And I'll let you do the answer to that once we get there. Okay. I'm going to do my playoff predictions pretty quick. I think it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia. I don't think it's going to sway, and it sucks. Oh, it's going to be the same. But I think it's probably seated differently. I think no, because Notre Dame made it last year. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so I think it's it probably goes. Georgia. I think it probably goes Clemson one <laughs> the year before <laughs> all over again. God, that'd be sad. See, hopefully it'll be Clemson one, Oklahoma four. I think that'd be a fucking blast. And then I think uh, Alabama and Georgia two and three. And I'm gonna go ahead and say Alabama wins a championship. Roll Tide, I guess. Ooh. Yeah, disgusting. Um, Alabama, Clemson. Georgia, Ohio State. God, it sucks dick either way. <laughs> it really is shitty. Like, really? This is actually the worst exercise I've ever... I'm going to go jump off this one. I'm glad we didn't finish with this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm like right between both of you. I don't... I feel like we're going to have a repeat of of last year with Georgia flipping, get somehow getting in at the last second. I just don't trust Michigan to no. do it. I could see a Big Ten team doing it, but I just don't think it's going to be that. And if Michigan beats Ohio State and gets over that, they're still not quite where they need to be to, to play against Alabama or Clemson. Yeah, they're and, skull and that's who they play, there. right? They're going to be the four seed almost yeah, no matter what. they don't get fucked up by either of those teams. I mean, Notre Dame was not a bad team last year, and they yeah. got fucking demurred. Ohio State probably should have. Ohio State or Georgia. So. Well, that, that's a bummer. Um... Let's do uh, playoff predictions, but only using group of five teams. <laughs> That'll make me feel better. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say uh, San Diego State. I'm going to say UCF. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that the American gets another one in there. Is Memphis in the American? Yeah, Memphis is going to be, be good. Memphis is going to be my other no, UCFs. And then uh, for fun, let's just throw in. Rutgers. No, Rutgers might as well. They really should be, huh? <laughs> they don't deserve it. I don't think I can think of another SC. You know what? Marshall. I'm going to put Marshall in there. Hmm. Okay, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm going to say Boise. Okay. I'm going to say uh, UCF. Um, I'm going to say Houston. Ooh. Dana Holgerson. Fuck, I forgot you used um, And I'm going to say... Say Tulane. Say Tulane. I will never say Tulane. Really? I don't want to say Tulane ever. That's a bad name. App State, just for you. can't believe no one said... <laughs> I guess they... I don't know if they qualify or not, but Army would have been up there, too, for me. What about... Yeah, sure. UAB. 
Bill Clark. God, I wish, but they're going to fall apart, I think. You think so? Yeah, brother. Yeah. They were really heavy, I think. Top heavy on seniors. Yeah. Um, I'd love it. UAB is my second team. I love UAB. Just that story. There's, If anyone's uh, listening and wants to check out other podcasts, there's one uh, done specifically about the UAB story and the entire destroying of the program and recreating of their program. And I can't remember the name of it. If you Google it, you'll be able to find it. But uh, it's done well in telling the story. The guy that narrates it kind of is weird. He's kind of got a weird voice, weird cadence, and he's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. It's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. UAVs for life. All right. Kyle, tell us what the article you found. All right. So uh, ESPN did a an article about uh, position use. So what schools put out the best um, talent. Make sure Jeff can't see your list. Over yeah. Here. He's fucking shooting. Yeah, fuck you, Jeff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you do. Typical Jeff. Asshole. Um, so, yeah, they, they put out a list to see who, what schools put out the best talent uh, per position, uh, historically. So like LB linebacker U was always was it Penn State? It had to be Penn State. It it used to be. I think it's more that they're looking at kind Current, of taking more like into like like uh, more recent like the last, last twenty years, nineteen years our generation for the Big yeah. Ten. Yes. Yeah, but Sean, my generation, yeah. much like Olympus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talking about nineties. That's going to be the interest of our uh, every episode of the Run Pod Option. <laughs> it's Hate you. Um, so we're going to start off with QB. So this is one through ten. Oh, so they listed 10 schools. They listed 10 schools, and they listed, and I'll give you notable players once you, uh, do you want to? Can we just so guess who's about, in the top just, 10? We'll, we'll, we'll get three guesses each, if you want. And that way, we try to get at least six. Six yeah, of the team. And we're not taking turns. We just go. So USC. <laughs> okay, yes. USC was number one. With, uh, that's the only list I saw. With uh, <laughs> Carson Palmer, Matt Leiner, Mark Sanchez, Sam Darnold. They said were the no- notable players. I can't believe they included Sanchez. And Darnold. No David Booty. Um, and no Carson. Oh, that was Carson Palmer. That's right there. Pretty. Where's Matt Liner? Did you say Matt Liner? Yeah. He's they don't have Clemson in there, do they? In their top ten? Clemson is not in the top ten. No, it's surprising. It's getting close, though. Uh, how about the University of Texas? Texas is four. Uh, they listed Major Applewhite, Chris Sims, Vince Young, and Colt McCoy. Major Applewhite's in Oh, that's blessing. the case. Then Oklahoma's in there. Oklahoma's two with Jason White, Sam Bradford, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Damn, that's a hell of a... Uh, really is Auburn. Auburn seven with Jason Campbell, Cam Newton, Nick Marshall, Jarrett Stidham. Don't ever forget Jay. Jarrett Stidham. What the fuck? He doesn't even count yet, I don't think. It's not fair. Uh, Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State is 10. What? I thought they were... I, I thought that they should have been higher. Craig Krenzel. That's uh, bullshit. That was... uh, Troy Smith, Terrell Pryor, JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins. I'm just glad they didn't say Arab Street, just to fucking Fuck thieve them all. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was five. We got one more. Yeah. I'm trying to think of smaller schools, potentially. Uh, Southern Miss. That's where Brett Favre came from. <laughs> 40 years ago. <laughs> There's another one, too, that came from there. Uh, Patrick Ramsey was too lame, damn it. Yeah. I, I'm still going to stay with that. I'm going to stay with Southern Miss there. Florida. It's a big one. There's one, number eight. Florida? Yeah, Jesse Palmer. Um, Rex Grossman, Chris <laughs> Lee, Tim Tebow. Chris Lee's the next quarterback. 
Sleek is an excellent quarterback. Who did we miss in the top ten? Uh, let's see. You missed number three, Oregon, with A.J. Feely, Joey Harrington, Marcus Mariota, Justin Herbert. Oh, I forgot. And Joey Harrington was a Heisman finalist. They didn't put in Dennis Dixon. And yeah. God, he was the best. Rest in peace, his ACLs. He really, he, he would have been the Heisman winner. Uh, five. He shredded us that year. Five. Michigan. Florida State. Uh, Chris Winkie. Christian Ponder, who was an excellent <laughs> NFL quarterback. E.J. Manuel. Jameis Winston. Um... I forget E.J. Manuel existed. He's an ACC Network analyst now. Uh, six, Louisville. Chris Redman, Brian Brom, Teddy Bridgewater, Lamar Jackson. Brian Brom. Wow. Uh, they're, they're going deep on some of these. And number nine was AM with Gerard Johnson. That's Ryan Tannehill, John, Johnny Manziel, Kellen Mond. He was like 6'6", 250. I remember playing them on NCAA. <laughs> was, he still, was he in the backfield when Javorski Lane was there, too? Like, they had just, like, oh, the all-size. Yeah, the all-size. And there's Hillis. Dude. Wasn't Peyton Hillis there? No, Peyton Hillis was Arkansas. 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 He was because he was there with McFadden and Field Jones. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they never won more Remember than the, six that was the team. That was the team that you had. I yeah, mean. I ran triple option with them in NCAA 05. <laughs> Fucking ran, dude. Yeah, it was so great. stupid uh, capital was, was Michigan. Yeah. Oh, and Geraldo Rivera was the worst Notre Dame quarterback ever. <laughs> Our buddy's brother made a, a quarterback and put him on Notre Dame. He was seven foot nine, named him Geraldo Rivera. We were playing it. Those were ninety nine everything. We didn't know he was in the safe. Yeah, so we're playing this season like a big like community season. There's like four of us playing, and we're, I think Kevin was playing Michigan, or I was playing Notre Dame, and we were thinking about we were like. Brady Quinn doesn't wear number five. And then why why is your quarterback returning kickoffs? <laughs> and why is he kicking field goals? And why is it every time he gets hit, he's falling forward five yards? Yeah, and then we looked at the roster, this giant dude named Geraldo Rivera. Was it was a seven nine on the screen? I think it was six eleven might have been the biggest you could yeah. go. Yeah, whatever. He was the but it was insane. Dude. It was yeah. bad shit. Just, he still won. He still beat Notre Dame because he's a cheese dick. Yeah. Like, oh, like and all he did was throw the fullback. It was, it was fucking awful. awful. It was awful. Hated playing him. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, running back. Ooh. Running back, you. Alabama. Numero uno. Uh, Mark Ingram, Derek Henry, Sean Alexander is who they pull out for that. Auburn. Cadillac and. Cadillac carry on. Auburn was. Ten. Oh, Cadillac, Ronnie Brown, Trey Mason, they threw out there for it. Is Oklahoma in here? Oklahoma's four. Adrian Peterson, DeMarco Murray, Samaje Pirine. When we were freshmen in football, we had to play uh, McKinney High School um, in a scrimmage, and it was we were the only we were a brand new high school, right? Uh, their running back, and I forget his name, was signed to Oklahoma uh, and got buried by AP when he came in. Mm-hmm. And he ripped us a new asshole <laughs> as all of us freshmen were trying to tackle this fucking all-state running back. <laughs> Alright, continue, sorry. So we got three. Yeah, oh. three so far. So it's my three guesses, I guess. Ohio State? Ohio State... What do you think That's a good BZ. guess. Not. Oh! They just come out with running quarterbacks. <laughs> Georgia. Is not... All those backs they've had. No Sean Marino. LSU. Three. Leonard Fournette, Kevin Falk, Jacob Hester. Yeah, how did I have Georgia with Marino, Chubb. Michelle, Chubb? Who's the last dude? Because ESPN's fucked. Bill Connolly sold us out for this. David Bill. That was our six. Who would miss him? Uh, number two, Wisconsin. 
Fuck, that's too easy. Ron Dane, Melvin Gordon, Monte Ball. I forget the early 2000s. Yeah, man. They don't Stanford on there, do they? Uh, no. Um, five, Miami, Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, Edger, and James. Yeah, yeah. Those folks. They were all on the and same team. Duke Duke Johnson. They were all on the same team. Yeah. Duke Johnson, though. Um, yeah, he was good. He was good in college. Why are you so high on Duke Johnson, man? This is a dude that was good. Um, <laughs> six, Pittsburgh. James Conner, LaShawn McCoy, Deion Lewis. That was good. God, I hate Seven, Texas. Ricky Williams. Here's a name I haven't heard in a while. Cedric Benson. Ooh. Jamal Charles. Cedric Benson. What happened to him in the NFL? Was he, a- he was pretty good with the Bears, but he got – he had a – it was part Didn't of – He put the Bengals at one point, too. Uh, yeah. He did, but that was after Forte replaced him. But Benson ran two back set with – Benson and another guy, and I want to say they're actually pretty good. He helped lose with Rex Grossman when they went to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I'm almost positive on that. I think he might have, yeah. Forte might have been his second, honestly. Um, eight, Oregon. Michael Stewart. James. The Jonathan Michael. Stewart. LeGarrette Blunt. The Garrett Blunt. The Garrett Blunt. And you really should have gotten number nine, Arkansas. Darren McFadden. Felix oh, Jones. Peyton Hillis. We just talked about it. <laughs> Same thing. We actually just talked about the three guys. We're living on one class. This is so wild. <laughs> Um, okay, receiver you. USC. USC is number one. They go Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Steve Smith. They didn't have, they, uh, Marquise Lee, Dwayne Jarrett. Yeah, they've had a time. Uh, Michigan. Michigan is on here, and it was really questionable who they put in there for the receiver. Braylon Edwards. They put Braylon Edwards, David yeah. Terrell, and, and Devin Funches. <laughs> I thought they really missed out on Mario Manningham. <laughs> Terrell was good. Yeah, but they could have thrown Manningham. Manningham was a pretty good player in the NFL, at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go with Clemson. Clemson is not... Bama on there? Bama is nine with Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and Jerry Judy. I'm going to say Marshall only because of Randy Moss. <laughs> Not on there. <laughs> That'd be worth it's a it. bad so, guess. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, it was um, Tennessee. Was it Tennessee Martin that either T.O. or Jerry Rice played was that, at? I was that a Martin? Yeah. It was. <laughs> no, no. He T.O. was on Chattanooga. T.O. was Chattanooga. Jerry Rice was Martin. No, uh, Jerry. It, it doesn't really out where Jerry Rice went. It was a small school, though. All right, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna rescind your. I'm gonna take off Marshall. Marshall. Uh, I'm gonna instead say. I made this guess last time we talked about it. And you said it wasn't on, so I can't make it. Um, Ohio State. Ohio, Ohio State. State's two: Michael Thomas, Teddy Ginn Jr., yeah. David Boston. It's such a weird gap. It really is. Yeah. These guys. What have yeah. you guessed so far? I did USC and... You did Alabama. Bama. Mm-hmm. We each have one more. I had used all three of mine, I think. Oh, you can use mine last one. Florida Gators. They're number seven. Yeah. Percy Harvin, Andre okay. Caldwell, Antonio uh, Callaway. Um, it's probably people that they're missing in there. <laughs> yeah. Harvin was a big one for me. That's what yeah. I figured. Uh, uh, so three, Florida State, Calvin Benjamin, Rashad Green, Peter Warwick. I... Oh, there's Warwick. probably a bunch of other ones in there that we're missing right now. Yeah. We are followed by Jacquez Green, former Florida State receiver, I believe. I yeah, he's Florida. I think he's Florida State. Yeah. He doesn't listen. And he's I got hope. promoted. He got promoted. He's like an offensive coordinator at some big school. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's a college Shout out. or a high school coach. It's done pretty good for himself. What up, Jack? Was great. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot what college you went to. I love you. Gosh, you were great, though. I promise. <laughs> uh, for Ohio State. No, uh, for Oklahoma State. Ooh. James Washington, Justin Blackman, Des Bryant. Justin Blackman. It was, it was Florida. Love me. I knew where you went, Jocko's Green. Marty's a faker. <laughs> I think it was Quezzy. Um, five, LSU. Oh, God. OBJ, Michael Clayton, Jarvis Landry. Is it because they never did anything in college? Because so. they're all in the same team together. That's the scary part. Oh, yeah. Uh, six, Oklahoma. Marquise Brown, Ryan Broyles, Jalen Saunders, Jelani Shepard. Yeah. Um, and we got Florida, we got Michigan, we got Alabama, and 10, Notre Dame, Golden Tate, Will Fuller, Michael Floyd. Let's skip uh, tight ends, let's skip offensive linemen, and let's, uh, what other categories are there? There are the interest of DBU. Let's do DB linebackers, and do they have just defensive line you, or do they have, okay, oh, that's a three, let's do it. Here's a DBU, and start off with DBU. Uh, Michigan State. Michigan State. <laughs> Michigan State is not on the list. What? Are you kidding me? That's Michigan all they produce is fucking cornerbacks. <laughs> At least the way they cover the Big Ten, you'd think so. Those motherfuckers are stingy. Fuck. LSU. LSU is two. Bullshit. Uh, Patrick Peterson. Honey Badger. Jamal uh, Adams. I got a bunch. Yeah. Alabama, then I guess. Alabama's three. Minka Fitzpatrick. Mark Barron. Ha Ha Clinton Dix. USC. Uh, USC is Troy seven. Adoree Jackson, Taylor Mays, Troy Palomalu. Got Taylor Mays was a fucking train of a safety. Yeah. He's, um, he's playing good. Miami is eight. Kenny Phillips, Brandon Merriweather, Sean Taylor. That's a good one. Uh, I'm who's number one? I wonder if recent if you, LSU was number two, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Ohio State is number one. Ohio State is number one with Marshawn Lattimore, Denzel Ward, Eli Apple, Malcolm Jenkins. It's yeah, they fucking, put a shitload. Uh, of yeah. Are there any small brand teams on that list? No. That's a bummer. Uh, then I guess I'll pick um, recently. I'm going to say Washington. Yep. Florida State. Florida State is five. Jalen Ramsey, Derwin James, Myron Roll. I'm an idiot. This is my idea to do this podcast. I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot. All right, who do you miss? Uh, six, Texas, Kenny Vaccaro, Earl Thomas, Quentin Jammer. Uh, eight, Miami. Oh, you did Miami. Quentin uh, Jammer. Nine, Virginia Tech, Kyle Fuller, Cam Chancellor, D'Angelo Hall. All the Fuller brothers. Virginia Tech, I wouldn't say. Fuller, Fuller, yes. and Fuller. <laughs> yeah. Ten, Oklahoma, Roy Williams, Andre Wilford, Zach Sanchez. What? Names it's just like Arkansas is the Dick family. Because they have every uh, Allen High School quarterback with the last name Dick. <laughs> Defensive <laughs> line you. Uh, Clemson. Two. Uh, Gaines Adams, there's a name. Philip uh, Merling. Did he die? Maybe he did. That's not the Gaines you're looking for, pal. Philip Merling, Ricky Sapp, Daquan Bowers, Jarvis Jenkins, Andre Branch, Grady Jarrett, who just got paid, Vic Be- Beasley, Shaq Lawson, Kevin Dodd, Dexter Lawrence, Christian Wilkins. God, are we in love with Clemson? These ones, they list long. players. They list a lot of players on defensive line. Bill Connolly. I guess you have to, right? Because you're doing your internal. Yeah, internal you're doing like everybody. All right, so we got Clemson. Mm-hmm. Miami's got to be on there then. No. What? Where did uh, where did Simeon Rice go to school? Florida State. You just guessed Florida State, though, right? Miami. Uh, Florida State. Number five. 
<laughs> no, he's not on there though. He's not on there. Because he was he was back in the nineties, way back. Oh, this is counting. This is probably. Just, the, okay. uh, I mean, there's been people that have been. No, you didn't say Deion Sanders when we said Florida State. <laughs> no. so. so it's uh, Corey Simon, Jamal Reynolds, Darnell Dockett, Travis Johnson, Broderick Bunkley, Everett Brown. There's a name. Dockett. Tank Carradine, Timmy Jernigan, Bjorn Werner. Eddie Goldman, Mario Edwards Jr., Demarcus Walker, Brian Burns, who just came out. We had a dream when we thought of this podcast of us just talking about old players we remember. This is <laughs> just scratching that itch so much that uh, I do think during an hour lunch we can jam out some small episodes just remembering some guys. Yeah. I'm here for it if you guys are. I'd be totally down for that. Okay. Um, you got two so far, right? Yeah, I guessed Three. Florida State and I guess guessed Miami. Clemson. He guessed Miami. Miami. You guessed Miami. Don't put that juju on me. Mm-hmm. USC on there? Defensive line? Nine. Number nine. Kenichi Odizzi. Sean Cody. Ooh. Mike Patterson. Frosty Lawrence. Rucker. Lawrence Jackson. Cedric Ellis. Everson, Everson Griffin and Leonard Williams. A lot of interior players. These all big name schools again? Yes. I was hoping to get... Uh, Memphis in there maybe with what's his face the fucking hoss Terry Powell yeah do we have Ohio State because they're on there uh, Louisville Louisville is not in there Ohio State is number six um, that's a no brainer Mike Vrabel Ryan Pickett Will Smith but we're including Will Mike Vrabel if we're not including Simeon Rice like Vrabel um, he might have been an early 2000s guy Will Smith there's a name uh, Cam Hayward yeah. Jonathan Hankins Adolphus yeah. Washington did Will Smith die he got shot. Yeah, he got killed. Yeah, he got he killed. did. Joey Bosa, Sam Hubbard. R.I.P. Will. Bosa uh, Bosa. Yeah, there's another Bosa in there. Draymond Jones, Chase Young, Taquan Lewis. So these guys are current players. Chase Young's still there. Yeah, they, they've included some current players. I think I've made all my guesses, honestly. But I'm going to go ahead and do it anyways and say Texas A&M. Texas. Texas is in there. It's a no-brainer. Right? Texas was number four. seven. Is Derek Loki on that list? <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, Texas at number seven was Sean Rogers. Jesus. Wow. He used to always Old get lion. him. What? The old lion? Yeah. Um, Casey Hampton. Corey Redding. Marcus Lyon. Oh, yeah. Cor- uh, Marcus Tubbs. Tim Crowder. Brian Arakpo. Uh, Lamar Houston. Malcolm Brown. That's pretty recent studs. Other than Puna Ford. It's because you're getting... I just love his name. <laughs> Puna. Say it slower. All right. Do we want to go over the rest of them? He needs to play with Chubba. Chubba. Chubba Hardy. Uh, did no one say Alabama? Nobody said Alabama. They're number one. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, uh, Cornelius factor. Griffin. Antoine Odom. Terrence Cody. Yep. Marcel Darius. Anshel uh, Robinson. Oh, Cody. Uh, Jonathan Allen. Darren, uh, Deron Payne. Deshaun Hand. Quinn and Williams. Did we say LSU? You did not. They're and, number four. And, and low engine Glenn Dorsey. He's in there. Uh, he's he's still in the league. No way. No. No, because no, he got drafted by the he got drafted by the Chiefs, and then they moved to a three-four immediately. And he, <laughs> he never got. He never you'll, got you'll love this list for LSU. Booger McFarland, Marcus Spears, Kyle Williams, Glenn Dorsey, Tyson Jackson, Arden Key, Michael Brockers, Benny Logan. I think Troy could be up there purely on DeMarcus Ware. Just on him. Uh, three was Penn State. Yeah. Courtney Brown, Anthony Adams, Michael Haynes, Jimmy Kennedy, Tamba Holly, Aaron Maben, Jared Odrick, 
Devin Still, Carl Nassib, and Austin Johnson. Um, I feel like I don't recognize half those names. Really? Yeah, I just... they were really big, like, regional players. Yeah, I, I just... Eight, Florida. Um, Javon Kurse, Jared War- Gerard Warren, Jarvis Moss, Derek Henry, Carlos Dunlap, Sharif uh, Floyd, Dominic Easley, Taven Bryan, and <clears throat> Ja'Kai Polite. Do you... Out of those top ten, how many aren't SEC? Four? Let's see. One, two, three... Four, five, six. Only four SEC teams. Um, and the last one is number 10, Tennessee. Darwin Walker, Sean Ellis, Albert Hainsworth, John Henderson, Justin Harrell, Dan Williams, Derek Barnett. Hainsworth. I remember playing. Um, he feels like a Tennessee player. Playing Madden when, when the Jags had. Didn't they have Henderson and Henderson Hainsworth next to each other? Henderson and Stroud. Henderson and Stroud. Oh, they were monsters. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, linebacker you. This is the last one we're ending with. Okay. I thought we missed it for some reason because I was like, damn, we never did. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Legacy, still Penn State. Yep. Penn State is five. LeVar, LeVar Arrington, Paul Pazlesny, Dan Connor. Paul Pazlesny, but they're not going to include Sean Lee. Sean Lee was Penn State, right? Am I high? Sean Lee was Penn State. Yeah, yeah he was right after Pazlesny. Yeah, he was like their most recent. Then Pazlesny got cancer, right? White linebacker stud. So another white linebacker that got cancer. That was Mark Hurts, like from, from BC. <laughs> no, no, this is this is ten years ago. No, Puzlowski just retired last year from yeah from Jacksonville. From Jacksonville. He so was part like, of our defense. Devin Still. Okay. Uh, nope, nope. That was his mom that had cancer. I don't know who Mark Hurts was. That's what you just said. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> well, fuck me, I guess. Um, yeah. What's up with Pennsylvania that everybody just gets cancer up there? Just kidding. Have you visited? <laughs> Awful. I was just born there. Were you really? <laughs> yeah. well, Pittsburgh. I would say you're not a cancer in this program. You're, ex- you're the exact opposite, honestly. Yeah. Because I was stopped from cancer. saying probably five when you said, is he dead? Every time I had to stop from saying anything. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Penn State, we got. Who do you got, Jeff? Ohio State. Ohio State is three. AJ Hawk. Andy Katzenmoyer, uh, James Laurinaitis. You said there are three? There were three. So yes. we have five, we have three. Uh, Georgia. One. Justin Houston, Al Goldertree, Raquan, Roquan Smith. Raquan Smith? Raquan Smith. Uh, Roquan's are, are, they, uh, are they leaving out David um, Pollock? David Pollock? I remember thinking he was going to be so good. Line. I thought he was a defensive end. So. Was he? I thought he was a linebacker. I think he played end in college. He did get cancer. Let's make an all-cancer team, and I bet it's not that bad. No. I mean, not while they have cancer, they'd be bad. But, like... <laughs> oh, that's awful. Um, uh, all right. Jeff, what you got for your second pick? <sighs> Miami. Got to be on there. Yeah. Dan Morgan... Jonathan Vilma. Miami's not on there. This is an outrage. This, that is an outrage. That's the biggest DJ slide. Williams is DJ on there. That's the biggest they slide in this entire Yeah. Um, Dan Morgan. Jesus. Wow, how did you not? How did they not get? Oh, this linebackers. I'm going to go ahead and say it's not going to be there, but Oklahoma. Six. Fuck off. Curtis Lofton, Teddy Lehman, Rocky Kalmus. Rocky Kalmus is what I was looking for. Teddy Lehman. Teddy Lehman. Rocking at number five in the middle. 
Um, what was it, 11? It was, I don't know. It was bad. Um, I'm just happy to hear Rocky Collins' name one more time. Linebackers. You, did you say USC yet? Nope. USC. Four. Ray Malaluga. They had a Clay, Tom, Clay Matthews, Chris Claiborne. That's what they have listed. I feel like they like skipped on this one. There's so many guys. Yeah, they could have. There's probably more. After after giving us um, like four five linemen. linemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after giving us a fucking. Uh, <laughs> You're missing a pretty big one at two. We haven't said Bama, but there you go. I feel like I feel like we should just remove Bama and then guess the other teams because you could put the them. Alabama, C.J. Mosley, Ronaldo McLean, Dante Hightower. Yeah, there's not a Florida State on there. Uh, what's his face? He got his house burned down and played for the Cowboys. <laughs> Ragonk. Yeah, Ragonk. Florida State is eight. Ernie Sims, Lawrence Timmons, Tommy Polly. Ernie Sims, I used to love him. Lawrence Sims was the guy that went crazy and retired. How about Virginia Tech? Not on there, surprisingly. Hmm. I would have thought that Xavier Deeby alone would have been. Well, and they were just like, not unlike TCU and Missouri for a touch, producing nothing but like linebackers that could rush the passers. That was, yeah, Missouri. Shane Ray. Michael Sam. That was Kyle's favorite player, wasn't it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, I remember him watching the draft. He still has it recorded. It's his point of <laughs> Somehow it's his ringtone. Weird. <laughs> I have a say for whenever any, anybody calls. It's, it's, a, it's a gift. It's, it's a gift of Michael phone. Sam kissing his boyfriend. Which we support, by the way. It's his all a joke. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Um, do you want me to just name yes, all three? Yeah, 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 uh, seven, UCLA. Uh, with Robert Thomas, Anthony Barr, Miles Jack. Mm. Yeah, um, that'll hurt you. I think that Miami's the biggest slight so far, easily. Uh, nine, Michigan. Devin Bush, Lamar Woodley, Larry Foote. What a joke. It's just a weird, like, gap. Like, yeah, to have Devin Bush and then Larry Foote. Ten years. Like, like, I also have an issue with number 10, Florida, because they listed Javon Curse on this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess he played both defensive end and linebacker. Yeah, that's... That's, that's uh, a little shysty. Who wrote this? Uh, Brandon Spikes, Gerard uh, Davis. Fair. Probably Phil Steele. Phil Steele. Phil Steele. Does that wrap it up? Wraps it up, unless you want to do offensive linemen. No, I'm, my stomach hurts because I'm hungry and it's getting late. Okay. Uh, we are going to come back in two weeks and do a little bit more of an uh, actual Addiction. season preview. Yeah, um, a little bit more. Session. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we're going to be, we're, I think we're three weeks away, right? From Teams report next week. That's insane. Yeah. Um, and no holdouts in college because they don't get paid, um, which is unfortunate. <laughs> so uh, we will um, talk to you guys soon. Uh, the Sports Trebuchet episodes are still going to be coming out on the alternating weeks. Uh, for Jeff, for Kyle, and I'm Marty. Thank you guys for listening and have a good rest of the day.